Hi, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast Season 2, and I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is a podcast dedicated to all things food, from recipe ideas to interviews with chefs, producers, purveyors, farmers, and people who just love culinary adventures like myself. So join us here on Fridays to explore the world through the lens of food, and together we can share some yummy food, some laughs, and I welcome you here at my table always. And if you're ready, let's go on a food adventure together starting right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is season two, episode 32, coming at ya. If you are new to the podcast, thanks for being here. If you've been here a while, well, what am I gonna say? Don't take notes, I've taken all your notes. Go to my website for everything, elizabethrfuller.com. And while you're there, Take in that amazing food and product photography. That's right. That's what I do for a living. So if you need photos, hit me up. If you have questions for the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, if you need culinary sleuthing of any kind, I'm your gal. Send me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. And of course, tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram. Let's go on a food adventure. All right, you guys, let's do this. Let's go on a food adventure. So I know what you're thinking. I know. You're like, but Beth, what are you doing here? You said we weren't going to have a podcast this week. Well, <laughs> that was until last Friday. So it's a week ago that uh, I got the green light that I can finally say the news that I've been like kind of teasing that I had something in the works to tell you guys and um the production company finally said you can say this so um I am going to be on Netflix yes let that sink in for a second I am going to (laughs) I am going to be <laughs> on a cooking competition TV show mm-hmm, on Netflix in front of the camera, not behind the camera, in front of. And <laughs> I'm competing <laughs> with two other people um, in a chopped chop style show. It's not chopped. It's a brand new TV show. It's a brand new concept. It's brand new for Netflix. Uh, the trailer is out, so I will link that in the show notes. And uh, it's it's really, really, really fucking exciting. I have been <laughs> dying to tell you guys this for since, well, I found out I was going to be on the show and picked, uh, it must have been like sometime mid-March, late March of this year. And then we filmed in Toronto in April and uh here we are so I signed a massive NDA with the production company and Netflix and so I couldn't say shit and I still can't say anything other than I'm competing on this show and here's the trailer you know kind of vibes but um more to come soon 
And I may or may not have already interviewed my competitors for an upcoming podcast episode. So once the show gets released, which is December 16th on Netflix, mark your calendars, put it in your phones, like the show on your Netflix account now. You can. It's called Cook at All Costs. And um, then you'll get notified when the show comes out, which is Friday, December 16th. So again, the show is called Cook at All Costs on Netflix, December 16th. So exciting. (laughs) It's so exciting. It's so fun. It's so funny. The whole process was so much fun. Um, And I've said this in a few other places on the internet, and I will say it here for all of you guys. If this is something you've always wanted to do, if you've always wanted to be on a cooking competition on TV, like Chopped or Top Chef or this Cook at All Costs, whatever, a baking TV show, the cake show, is it cake, whatever it might be, Great British Bake Off, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Audition. Go for it. Don't let you don't let you and your ego hold you back from being your most awesome and authentic self because even though you think, oh God, I couldn't do that. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, I couldn't do that. Oh, I'd be so much. Oh, I'd be so stressed. Oh my God. No, share you with the world. That's one of the things that, you know, this podcast over the last few years has taught me as well as just life in general that there's only one me, there's only one you. We're these like unique, amazing, awesome little snowflakes in the world. And I don't mean that in like a derogatory way, um, that we stand out, we're different. People love you. People in your inner circle love you. They love your shenanigans. They love all the crazy crap you say. Just like people in my inner little world love me and they love all of my shenanigans and all of the crazy crap that I say. And share that with the world. Why the fuck not? Because life is way too short. Don't box yourself in. Honestly, say yes. Say yes to the dress. Say yes to everything. Get out there and do it. Just do it because no matter what, it's going to be fun. If you go in with the attitude, which I try to the entire time of, I don't care if I get picked. I don't care if this actually happens. I don't care where I'm filming. I just want to have fun. This is so much fun. Every little bit of the process was so much fun and so funny. And I've got so many great stories to share from the whole process, from all of the interviews that I had to do, all of the auditions I had to do. I mean, it all, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it was so much fun. So, um, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So this week's episode, I thought, um, cause I wasn't going to do one until the following week, but I thought, no, no, I have to tell you this fun stuff. And also what are we all doing today? Besides being full from turkeys, we're shopping. A lot of us are shopping this weekend, whether it be, um, black Friday sales or which started well, a week ago. 
um, it feels like, or maybe it's, you know, getting together with friends and going to some awesome small businesses and spending your money and shopping there, whatever it might be. So I thought it might be helpful to put together a list of things that I think are worth buying, especially if they're on sale for the holidays, for the people you love who might be, uh, fans of food and cooking and all of that good stuff so uh let's get into it but wait before we do can we talk about two tv shows oh let's do that hold on oh my god are you guys watching the big brunch if you're not you really should be the big brunch on hbo max it's a cooking competition tv show with the dan levy and then the other two judges are sola uh, she comes from Bon Appetit fame, as well as she's an author and um, just a really cool human. So follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. And then Will from um, 11 Madison Park, him and his uh, business partner, the executive chef own 11 Madison Park. And uh, it's a, if you don't know it, it's a very, very, very uh, fancy restaurant in New York City. And uh, this cooking show this cooking competition is like the sweetest and nicest and like just amazing funny genuine adorable cooking show I mean it's (laughs) it's like watching a hug it's really 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 cute um very sweet, very genuine. I absolutely love that they have cocktails and the bartender is fantastic. And um, it's exactly, <laughs> I, I want to be a host on it. Like I want to be a judge on it any day of the week uh, to work with all three of them. They are just adorable humans together who genuinely care about the people who are cooking for them. And are very optimistic and very nice and very sweet. And if you're not watching it, I highly, highly recommend watching it. And um, yeah, way better than no offense to the British Bake Off. But I got to say this season, not good. It just didn't. It wasn't as good as it used to be. And then honestly, after watching Junior Bake Off, um, I like it a lot more. And I thought Junior Bake Off... (laughs) was just uh I don't know it was just better it was better it was the whole thing was better this season I just it wasn't for me I I'm very thrilled with who won I think it was a well-deserved win don't get me wrong with that I just it had nothing to do with the contestants it was more the judges the judging the challenges kind of made me like meh I thought the contestants were adorable and fabulous and wonderful bakers under that kind of pressure and did some great work. So I'm not knocking them at all. But okay. But anyway, holiday gifts, holiday gifts, holiday gifts. Uh, Let's do this. Let's get into it. So I'm not going to say like, I, I don't even know how to break all of these things down. I did make a lengthy list, so bear with me. No, but I, I mean, I'm I'm going off of things that I enjoy using in the kitchen and that are notoriously on sale during this time of year. So hopefully 
if this is a time to either invest in your own kitchen fun things or put things on your own wish list, or if you're shopping for someone who um, likes culinary things, then maybe this might help you. So the other day I was at Crate and Barrel with my mother and I noticed that KitchenAid has come out with some new mixing bowls for their mixer. Their stand mixer is amazing and it is a fixture, uh, permanent fixture, permanent resident on my countertop as with many of us. It's heavy, it's cumbersome to pick up and put out. Um, so I use it often enough that it lives on top of my countertop. And because of that, you see the bowl, you see it all, right? So I have this really pretty hammered style silver mixing bowl on it, but now they have <laughs> a few new styles and Jen Gardner, 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 the actress, um, is working, collabing with them or whatever on some even other, not even better, but just other style mixing bowls as well that are um, really pretty and matte looking in color. So if you have someone who loves their KitchenAid mixer and it's a fixture on their countertop, a new KitchenAid mixing bowl, probably about a hundred bucks, give or take, depending on which one you buy, it might be less, it might be more, maybe you get it on sale, um, could be a really fun thing to gift to them just for a new look, just to switch it up kind of thing, um, especially if it's on their countertop. So there's a ton of different ones you can pick from. Pick from. Uh, so that is something I highly recommend. Uh, I was listening to, so Samin Nosarat and Hershey Shearway do, they, during the pandemic, they had a podcast called Home Cooking, RIP, since the pandemic. And uh, they're both very busy. <laughs> they can't do a podcast, but the last few years they've done a Thanksgiving episode, which is such a joy and such a gem. And I would give anything to have their podcast back. It brings me nothing but joy. I've listened to the old episodes a few times because their friendship is so, it, it just, it's so warm. It's so sweet. They're just absolutely wonderful, wonderful humans. Um, so in, the most recent episode for this year, their only episode this year, the Samin at the very end was mentioning she is in love with these new kitchen towels that are like uh, flower sack style kitchen towels. She has this one brand that she likes a lot. I'll link it in the show notes. They're cheap. They are, she says, very absorbent. They work better than paper towels and she uses them all the time and washes them and they get even better. So buy them, save on some paper towels and uh, join us with our love of highly absorbent kitchen towels. Can never have enough. Never, ever, 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 ever. I Some of mine need to go for a ride in the country because I've had them for too long and they are no longer, um, they're just, they need to be, you know, now downgraded to like, workshop towels like you know how like there's a hierarchy of of towels in your life there's the bath towel I won't get into it anyway you know what I'm saying so I I actually could use them I even put them on my wish list um I have to mention a couple of cookbooks because pff, 
got to, just got to. Um, there is one called Very Good Salads, Middle Eastern Salads and Plates for Sharing by Louisa and Shuki. This book looks so good. It looks really good. I mean, you had me at Very Good Salads. If it was Wicked Good Salads, I would have already purchased this book for myself, but I, I have put it on a list. So Very Good Salads. I love Middle Eastern food. I love sharing plates. I love salads sign me up. It looks really, really good. Another one is by Vicki Benson and it's called Pasta Grannies. If you don't know what a pasta granny is or have watched pasta grannies or seen on YouTube or seen their Instagram, uh, it's just exactly what you think it is. It's absolutely adorable. She's finding these women who are still making traditional Italian pastas by hand um, in Italy and filming them and highlighting what they do and their traditions, their legacies, because a lot of times when, unfortunately, when these women pass on, sometimes the traditions just die with them. And a lot of times recipes aren't written down. They're orally, not even, even orally, you know, taught. It's, almost you just got to be there and watch them. And so she just saw this happening across the whole country of Italy and wanted to do something about it. And so she started filming them and it's very, very sweet. And they have like something like almost a million followers on YouTube. So the cookbook called Pasta Grannies is, um, coming from the YouTube channel and her Instagram. And it's totally worth buying um, one to support her and what she's doing. But just because why not? Why not learn from these women um, if that interests you at all? Another one, Deb Perlman from the Smitten Kitchen food blog. She is an OG food blogger. If you don't follow Smitten Kitten, you should I would guess if you're listening to this podcast, you've been following her for many, many years. She has a new cookbook called Smitten Kitten Keepers. Um, just she's been doing this for so long and has so many wonderful recipes. And so when you got to keep her, you got to keep her, right? And so she put them in a cookbook for us all, which is fabulous. And then, you know, another one I was thinking of because because I don't have a human child. I only have a fur child, a very furry, adorable child who's sleeping on me right now while I'm recording this on my feet. Um, I don't always think of gifts for children. And when I saw this cookbook, I was like, oh my God, this is such a good idea. And I was actually, I remember it when it was being shot. Um, and I know a lot of the people who worked on it. And so I wanted to give them a shout out, but America's Test Kitchen came out with the complete cookbook for young chefs. And I know a lot of my friends who have kids who are, you know, really into cooking and helping, you know, just creating a culinary confidence in their children, that this would be a great gift if your children, child or kids or whomever um, enjoy being in the kitchen with you, that this is something you guys could do together. And I think it's a really great cookbook for that. Okay. And now let's talk about, and I, I could, I mean, I could tell you probably 45 other cookbooks I think you should buy. Um, 
Cookbooks are my love language. I love cookbooks. I love cookbooks so much. They are all color-coded. They're not color-coded. They're all arranged by the color of their binding uh, on my massive bookshelf that I have. And um, yeah, I love cook I love looking at them. I love holding them. I love thumbing through them. Oh, I love being a cookbook, a really good cookbook. So um, yeah. I'm going to stop there though on my obsession with cookbooks and talk about a couple of small items that I think if you don't have them already or you or somebody you know loves cooking and they don't have these already, they make uh, great small gifts or just gifts. They're just a little less expensive than the next category. So uh, a microplane, if you don't have a microplane, you need to get a microplane. Microplane, I use my microplane uh, for zesting fruit. I use it for grating cheeses when I want them really finely grated. You can grate garlic on it, ginger, anything you want like really nice and finely grated, you're going to use a microplane for. Nutmeg, um, the list can go on and on. My point is it's versatile. It's not expensive. I've had the same one for a long time absolutely love a microplane. The other thing that I think every home kitchen should have is a kitchen scale. Not expensive. They're probably under 20, 25 bucks at the very most. And just a digital kitchen scale. I, nine times out of 10, if I'm baking, I really am just using my kitchen scale. I never measure things out because I like it when the recipe is weighed to the gram and I'm able to just dump things in a bowl, reset the scale, dump things in a bowl, reset the scale. <sighs> if something is, if, if you are a recipe writer and you're not writing things in for baking, you're not writing things to the gram. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> like, it just makes it so much easier. Um, so kitchen, digital kitchen scale, big, big thing in the kitchen. I use it all the time. Highly recommend it. Highly. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, cutting boards. I think, you know, you can get some pretty inexpensive, hard, thick plastic, not those thin ones, like nice, hard, thick, plastic, sturdy cutting boards. I replace mine not as often as I should. I try to keep good care of them so they don't need to be replaced very often, but they get smelly. And no matter how many times you wash them, like Todd has in the professional world, I can ask him too, and I can put it on the podcast, how he professionally cleans and sanitizes cutting boards. Um, I believe there's bleach involved. I uh, don't, I'll ask him though. <clears throat> so TBD, I'll get back to you on that. I, uh, don't really use bleach in my kitchen. It's not my thing. So for various reasons. So I replace my cutting boards. I try to. Not too often, but you know what I'm trying to say. So cutting boards, a really nice thick plastic cutting board could be a great hard plastic thick. <laughs> How many times do I have to say that? Cutting board would be a nice addition to a gift for someone. Um, all right. So bigger ticket items. <clears throat> I thought, I really thought about this and man, oh man, can I spend your money? 
So if you're looking for slightly bigger ticket items, this one is probably the least expensive out of all of these that I'm going to mention. Um, if you are a fan of the drip coffee, pour over coffee is the next best thing. I love my Chemex. I live and die for my Chemex in the morning. I only have one big cup out of it and then I save your guys are gonna be like oh god and then I save the the rest of the pot I make full pot and I'll take like my mug holds a lot and then whatever's left over I put in the fridge and I drink it throughout the day um on ice so it doesn't go to waste it just I only need one big cup hot in the morning and it's just so tasty. Yes, you have to have it ground a little bit differently than you would for a drip style coffee. Um, it's definitely more like a French pressy kind of grind for the coffee, which is easy. You can ask anyone who's you're getting coffee beans from if they can grind it for a French press style um, grind, which would be fine for your Chemex. So that definitely and then get the chemex coffee filters to go with it that that would be a great gift for somebody oh, and some really good coffee beans that are uh freshly ground oh wouldn't that be fabulous i already have one so don't give me that um i'm kidding the <laughs> the next thing i guess i'm trying to do this in like order of cost would be this year i had to purchase a for my studio for a shoot a Belgian waffle maker. And I ended up going with the Cuisinart double Belgian waffle maker. It's great. It was not too expensive. Um, works fantastic. And it makes really, really, really good Belgian, wa Belgian style waffles. I don't want to call them Belgian waffles. They are Belgian style for sure. Uh, highly recommend it. Not too expensive. Uh, do that. Get that. The other things, which are a little bit more pricey, but worth it, absolutely worth it. Uh, if you need a new coffee maker, I'm obsessed with my Nespresso. My mom, last year I got her the larger pod version of the Nespresso. I have the Pixie, the small one, which is like the original espresso style pods. I love it. And if you, you have a good coffee maker and you want a good frother, their milk frother, the Nespresso frother, is hands down the best frother I have ever used in my life. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. So uh, get somebody that and then they can use their own coffee and just have like warm, beautiful frothed up milk of their choice. It even froths non-dairy milks uh, pretty well as well as somebody can froth a non-dairy milk. Highly recommend it. Um, all right, next on the list. If you need a new blender, Vitamix. Get a Vitamix. Don't bother with anything else. I mean, you can. You can bother with whatever brand you like, but I've had my Vitamix for over 10 years. Still going strong. Absolutely love it. And I got a refurb one. So if you go on their website, they have a refurbished part of their website. Right now, you can get Vitamixes on sale for sure. But um, if you listen to this after the fact, then go to the refurbished site. They guarantee everything for, I believe it's 10 years. Could be longer, could be less. I don't know. But uh, 
I got, that's where I got mine. Got a great discount on it. Absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, <clears throat> great investment. KitchenAid stand mixer. Another great investment. You'll keep it forever. Pick a fun color. Get a fun bowl to go with it next year. <laughs> Another gift that goes. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, absolutely love it. Okay. Another big one is, and I don't think this is too expensive, the like Cuisinart, Cuisinart, you know, like Cuisinart <laughs> food. Oh, it's a food processor. Why am I, where is my mind? Okay. So the Cuisinart food processor, it's like the standard. It's the one, it, I'm pretty sure they came out with it for, I could be wrong. You'd have to fact check me. Came out with it first before others get the die cut. Um, version of it, which just means that the base is heavier and thicker and much more sturdy. Highly recommend that. It's a little heavier, but it's definitely worth it. Um, what was the other things? Oh, this I love. And this we use all the time. The, and I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. So go with me on it. The Oni, Ononi, Oni, go with the Oni, pizza oven. Love it. Love it. If you can get it on sale, get it on sale. You want the one that is larger. So we ended up when it first, I got it when it very first hit the market years ago, a couple of years ago, and they only had the one size. Um, we have the gas one. You hook it up to the same kind of propane take that you use in your grill and you just want the one that's a little bit larger. It's a little bit wider. I don't know if it's 16 inches. I can't remember. But you want that because I, the only criticism I had with the one that we got was you end up making much smaller pizzas. Um, there is a little bit of a learning curve when you first get it. So even though you're going to watch the video and be like, oh my God, I can make pizza in like 45 fucking seconds. Yeah, eventually you can. But there's a little bit of a learning curve with it. And if you want to know more, like, let me know and I can talk more about it. But uh, it is a great investment. It's super fun to use. You could bake bread in it probably. No, probably not. You could definitely roast veggies in it. If you wanted to, like, in a cast iron skillet, you could. Maybe you could make, you know what? I bet you could make pita in it. That would be nice. Um, or naan. I bet you could make naan in it. Ooh, these are good ideas. Hmm. I'll try that. Um, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. So that's a great gift. Uh, what else is on the list? Ah, okay. I think both of these, especially if you are someone on the go who doesn't have a lot of time in the kitchen, an instant pot or an Instapot and an air fryer, both people love them. I have both. I've used them a ton. Um, so I think those are always on sale during this time of year, Black Friday-ish uh, time of year. Uh, the other thing, if you're looking to spend a little money and maybe upgrade a pan or invest in a piece, I love my cast iron pieces. Love them, love them, love them, love them. Whether it be um, La Crusette, Staub, uh, 
There's another one out of South Carolina that I've recently really liked a lot called, I don't know if it's pronounced Smithy or Smithy, S-M-I-T-H-E-Y. Of course, there's like a helicopter flying over me. Ironware. Um, they're definitely out of South Carolina. They've got some beautiful pieces that are like hand forged, gorgeous. Highly recommend that. Um, <clears throat> so yes to all of those things. And it's cast iron will literally last you a lifetime. Just don't get it uh, rusted. So if you take good care of it, it will take good care of you. If you are going to ever cook fish in cast iron, I would have a specific pan for that. If it's like a more like a cast iron, like frying pan for fish and then one for kind of everything else, just because sometimes when you cook with fish, it's just the oils get into the cast iron. And if you, then you cook like, say like, I don't know, uh, pop over uh not a pop over thing what the hell am I thinking of oh like a baked apple um dutch baby kind of thing afterwards even if you clean it really well it could still have but the potential for it to have like more of a, a savory <laughs> kind of back note to it which I don't think anyone wants so maybe this is a good time to invest in an, in another one you never know you never know and you know I could also recommend if you are looking to give if someone you know loves hand-turned wooden bowls or loves wooden cutting boards or anything that's just wooden and beautiful I cannot recommend enough Andrew Pierce out of Vermont there they are a client of mine full disclosure uh, this is not a paid podcast or a sponsored podcast by any of these brands that I'm recommending I have loved their pieces from afar for so long and I'm so grateful that we've become such good friends over the years and we have worked together many, many times over the years and they are just such a wonderful client of mine and I love them and I would, I, I, I have to include them in a holiday gift list because their products are just spectacularly beautiful. Um, his dad, Simon Pierce, has beautiful glassware and both are incredibly gorgeous and generous gifts to give someone who loves food and presentations and wine and all of that good stuff like to present the food on. So really recommend that. Um, even just like getting one of their little citrus boards. Really, it's not expensive. It's a beautiful gift for someone um, and also make sure you pick up their walnut oil. It's It preserves the wood so well and it just shines everything up really nice. And um, yeah, it will keep the gift that, forever. Like you can just another another gift that you give somebody, they will keep and treasure forever. Um, they're just spectacular. So highly recommend that. I'm trying to think. I, there's so many other companies I would love to highlight and chat about. Um and just keep gushing over. But I, I hope this inspires you. Again, shop small if you can. Shop at local spots. Shop, like for the cookbooks, there's this wonderful website um, and store called Book Lauder, L-A-D-E-R. They're fabulous. Um, 
They, if you don't follow them on Instagram, follow them on Instagram. Again, this is not a paid podcast or sponsored podcast by any of these people. I just, I love them. I love supporting them. You can buy all the cookbooks online through them if you want to. They have um, so, 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 so many and they're absolutely a wonderful little store. So I guess that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. I will link all of my information in the show notes for the TV show, for this wish list of awesome. And I hope that you all had a wonderful holiday. I hope you have a fun time shopping. And again, shop small if you can. And uh, make some yummy food together. Lead with kindness. And I forgot to do all the website stuff. So go to my website for everything. ElizabethRFuller.com tag me in Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. And if you got questions, shoot me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. All right. Now make some yummy food together. (laughs) Lead with kindness and I'll see you next Friday. Bye.